Good evening, everybody. This is another episode of Living Love Fucking Podcast. As you can see, my tone of voice is a little more down now. A lot of shit is happening right now in, in the real world that I think it's scary to talk about. But at the same time, we all need to po- post our opinions. And I have a good friend of mine who's going to join me tonight. Her name is Raven. How are you doing, Raven? Hey, hey, what's up? Raven, I know you do. You work with social service. I know you help people. This episode, uh, obviously... It's a little touchy, but how are you feeling right now? You know, I feel like this is an ongoing conversation, but um, for the most part, I think the best way to describe it is frustrating because, you know, what's going on in the world right now predates my existence. And it's just pretty, like, alarming. It's absurd. It's disrespectful for us not to have a solution to this problem. You know, racism is very real. And it's not just to say, like, you know, only people of color experience racism right however it's more blatantly obvious and that's like what the media is showing it's like there's no respect for the minority i don't believe half the shit the media says too as well so that's another thing too for me when i say media like i'm talking about things that my friends capture on their phones or whatever for themselves so you know i know porter is not edited for tv you know it's something real and it can be like connected you, you understand what i'm saying like for the most part even if we utilize the media you know that's always swayed depending upon what the man wants right whatever message they want to portray you know they they say this and they may withhold this from a story so you know things may be one-sided you know like you and i were talking earlier you should keep to the topic it's not you know just one person it's several people it's many people and it's like just more and more it's it's increasing like you can't go to the store you can't be in your home like your home is your safe space your home is your sanctuary where the world is blocked off and unless you're like world's most wanted criminal there's no reason why an officer you know can just randomly walk in your house your home you pay rent you pass all the clearance in order to be in that building or whatever and they could just shoot you dead and it's not a problem that's disrespectful and we all know exactly what happened last week and enough's enough and to all my listeners right now you may not agree or disagree with what i'm saying i don't know how to put it in writing or in words but i feel sad i feel angry and i'm very disappointed and it's something that i think growing up you would think by now things will get better and because of social media because of the media it's more visible and it's as much as I've seen protests, as much as I've seen courses where they teach you how to take care of yourself, how to prevent yourself from being in a situation, it doesn't matter. All that shit goes out the window sometimes. And right now in New York City, as we speak, there are people protesting. And mind you, I've been in protest. I love it. It's energizing. It's strong. I give anyone respect that's going out there right now. Please be careful, though, when you're out there because this whole COVID shit still exists. And to top it off, don't, don't be fooled. The difference between protesters and looters, big fucking difference. Yeah, yesterday alone, I definitely saw a video, a friend of mine was posting on Instagram of the Lower East Side protesting. I watched every single minute of it. It was very peaceful. It was great. It was beautiful. But on the other side of town, trying to break into a fucking commercial building, trying to steal shit. And it it just pisses me off because it's like saying the news wasn't there to visualize the protest. They were too busy showing the videos of the looters. That's not the that's not the problem. And it's not 
know what I'm saying? Because like I said, a, a crime will be committed irregardless to what, right? They're just using the leverage of many people being out and we could just blame it on us. Looting is not the problem. Prior to this, yet another black person being shot down, or not even shot down, right? He was, he, he was, um, he had his knee on his, on his neck, right? You fired him. Okay, cool. Did they arrest him? They did. It took a couple of days, though. But... That's Why isn't this being spoken about? Like, the details of this should be in order. If you're going to take time to do something, let's just say you're analyzing the situation, right? Because there is such a thing as internal affairs. You know, they're not looking bad because it's the city. The city doesn't want to admit, like, oh, you know, we, we, we hired this person or they had, like, a bad docket record and we still let him out on the streets. We still kept him as an officer. They don't want to, they don't want to look stupid in front of the public, but do it right. Arrest who and all parties. And when you do that, make sure that this person is being tried to the fullest extent of the law. That's all we want. We're not asking to give him like the death penalty or anybody had this has happened to, because like I said, it's not just about this one incident you know it's blatant racism all the time and the majority of, of the time it's always black people treating us like animals you know you're sticking dogs on us bro you just 30 years ago 28 years ago you see what they did to rodney king like come on me it's no reason i should be like yo this is like back to end up way you understand what i'm saying and it, sh- it shouldn't even be like self-sabotage because there's footage and things of people in different, in different places of the world. Recording the police, the ones are supposed to serve and uphold the law and protect the people. You over here vandalizing properties and then to what make it look like. It's, I know I've seen that. I've seen that and it's been pissing me off. But let's, be, let's, let's just be honest and very clear about something. It, it's, it's a strategy. You don't leave bricks around for us just to pile it up. You got a construction site here. What's happening? What I do think about the pros of all this that I'm seeing is that enough's enough. And this is my point of view. And like I'm saying once again earlier, I'm going to say the same thing. Not everyone's going to agree with my point of view. Protesting gets you far. Unionizing gets you far. And that's what we're doing right now. And I do believe that we're going to get something out of this. I know and I feel that we're going to get some restrictions, some new laws, some changes. Maybe NYPD should take that, you know, follow-ups mental health or of psychology tests every three, six months, you know? More than six months in order to be let out on the street to hold a gun and a badge. You could be like panicky as fuck. You got the shaky ass cop on the, on the block and you place him in the projects. You're right. You're absolutely right. And that's the problem. It could go back to coordination. It could go back to strategies they have or, and this is something we have to talk about. And this is why we're here right now. Whatever they're currently doing, it's not working. We have all 50 states fighting for the same thing right now. So let's change it. Let's try something new. Enough's enough. One thing I do want to comment on is I'm not sure how I feel about these mom and pop stores being destroyed. It hurts my feelings seeing it. It's like you're destroying your community. Right? Because it's like, let's call it spade a spade, right? Like they compartmentalize us, right? That's why people still live in the hood. And like, that's your community, in my community, right? Like in, in, in that in that way. So it's like, as you're, you know, protesting or, you know, you're, you're destroying this property to make a point, the point is not being made. There's no reason for you to have a battalion, right? Like you want to go to war, you're not a soldier. 
You understand what I'm saying? Like everybody has a role. And if you don't play that role well, it won't give you the, the outcome that you're looking for. You understand what I'm saying? Because now it's, it's another publicity stunt, right? Because we know this, this man in the office, you know, he's, I don't, I don't consider him to be anything. Playing publicity stunts. He has zero disregard for human rights, like constitutional rights. Like it, it just doesn't matter. Like, it's no holes barred with this man. He says what he wants, he does what he wants, raids. And quite frankly, he has the most power in government right now. He can overrule and override things, and things can, like, overturn it. But it, it seems those voices, you're not hearing, you know, the debates. All you're hearing is, I'm about to send a National Guard to you. If you can't get control of your, your, your state, I'm going to take it for you. You understand what I'm saying? Like, if the minorities, I guess, disregard social distancing, distancing now for the past what four days everybody been right next to one another and i haven't heard anybody said there's been an increase in cases i haven't heard about the death toll increasing decreasing stabilizing neutralizing whatever word you want to you want to say about it we don't hear about covid anymore it's all if they loot we shoot we shouldn't have to wait until a mother a father you know a, a, a child somebody's kid anybody's relative is on tv publicly mourning you understand like we we don't need to see these things or we shouldn't have to see these things you understand what i'm saying like if you don't put yourself out a certain way certain things won't come to you and that's real but also there's a stereotype because of black culture you understand what i'm saying like i talk a certain way with my people but then i also talk a certain way when I'm with white people, because it's just what you do. You think it's also professional people that we talk differently with? I'm talking my, at a time in the past, I used to be nervous to talk, be myself in front of professional people. That's the way I look at it, not just white people. I look at it professional people, but now that I'll do my best to just speak who I freely am, but I do know and mind myself that the people around me that maybe never been through what the things I went through or lived the life I lived, and it's not their fault either. So I try myself not to put myself in a situation to say, mm, I can't just talk to them in a certain way because they may feel confused and weird about it. It may make them feel uncomfortable. A uh, perfect example, just living in a community where I'm at right now, it's, I'm the, probably the most ghettoest person in my community, <laughs> right? But I'm here in peace. Sometimes my neighbors could look at me funny and some of them love me. Some of them say, hey, what's up, George? How's everything doing? The other one's looking me up and down like, hmm, let me just walk a little fast. And you know what? Maybe when I was younger, I would get angry about that. But as I got older, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to brush that off. And of course, you know, let's face it, when, when it comes to getting pulled over by any cop, I've had good experience, bad experiences. When I was younger, did it scare me? Yes. Big time. Did it get me angry at times when I thought it was right? Fuck yeah. Let's be honest. As I got older, I met advocates and organizers and they taught me things and they taught me how to, you know, how to know your rights. And then little by little, as long as you know me, it's, it's all about knowing your rights. And it, it's also about how you, you know, you approach that too as well. And it's not about, yeah, I fucking know my rights. Back off. Thanks to this camera that we have in our hand, you know, a little phone that we have, we can record as well. And that's made things slightly better. To show proof on our defense. Very slim margin. Slight, as I said, slightly. 
<laughs> but at that same time, the message that's being brought to you right now is confusing. Now we have a curfew. Eight o'clock. Not only do you have to face COVID, be almost three months at home, mask, change our lifestyles, change the way we think. Some people are lonely doing all this. Now protests, which is great. But now people have to worry about the looting in their neighborhoods. You know, organized crime is a real thing. And I believe, like, I heard, I think my mom was telling me from the news, the people that they're arresting for vandalizing properties and things of that nature, they don't live in our communities. They don't. I've seen that in TV. They're not. They're not from here. So, you know, it's not like... Why is this person even relative to what's going on with the protest? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you don't live here. Like, you don't live 20 miles. Like, you're like, this is not your state. You're like, why are you even in this vicinity right now? But there are some that are from this community. You could tell, you know that there's some from the community. Yes. The Bronx, the Queens incidents have been happening. It's like, However, come on. We also have to identify that we live amongst criminals every day whether white, black, purple, yellow, it doesn't matter. Like a criminal is going to be a criminal irregardless to what. And if they want to be, you know, advantage us and take advantage, you know, to have their little come up, that's just what they're going to do because that's the lifestyle that they're living. You understand what I'm saying? So that's an everyday thing just because it's not blatantly in our face. And that just goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like these things need to be front of mind. Like not just because, oh, you know, people are protesting. So the protests encourage people to start breaking and damaging properties. No, no, it just looks that way. Like it's just common sense. Like you're pairing two things that aren't even cohesive. It's not the same storyline, like criminal activity. I'm trying to get you to understand that I'm your equal. You feel me? Like why the hell is it that we, we had a problem with women's rights, right? Back in the day. This is just history. We had a problem with that. We fixed that problem. Right. Back in the day, you know, women couldn't work. They weren't allowed to work. They were supposed to be in the house. You know, men didn't want their women to work or make as much money as them, if not more money than them. And then they came to the times that we were working, but we couldn't have this particular job because that was still considered a man's job. Now, today, we don't have that problem anymore. We have two parent households or, you know, single income households, whatever it is. And a woman can make more than a man. And it's not a problem as long as they fit the criteria. So if we had these problems, like we've made great strides from picking cotton or whatever form of slavery, you know, people were doing at that time to being considered a half a person and understanding that we had a section, right? A section was given to us. It was the color section. I mean, that's when the world was black and white. Now there's too many gray areas because they're forcing you to pick your category. You understand what I'm Who, saying? Who's forcing you? Society. It's a societal thing. Like, I, I truly believe, like, you know, as you said earlier, like, I help people, people who look like me, act like me, talk like me, outside of work, connect themselves to, you know, employment, training, whatever it is to make themselves better. You understand what I'm saying? For themselves to get to that financial stability or or that employment goal that they have, whatever it is, you understand, or that educational goal, whatever it is that they want to do to improve their state of life, right? Society has to evolve. 
All right, fuck society's point of view, okay? Let's be honest about it. Society wants us to be a certain way. By the color of your skin, you got to do this and that. Okay, let's just move around that and let's just focus on the main thing. The main thing with society is that when people want to do something and they're from a neighborhood or from a community that doesn't give opportunity as much, they have to work a lot harder. There's no fair game, all right? I remember very well there was this project that you put a line 15, 20 people next to each other and they ask you questions. And if you correspond to one of the questions, you take a step back. So before you even start the race, after 20 questions, you'll see who has an advantage over you. And that's the way I see society. Society is always going to place you in an unfair advantage. So for me saying fuck society, that's exactly how I feel. We have to change the way things are. There's no more no such thing no more as starting a a race with the other person in front of you at an advantage in life. We should all start in the same line. We should all start the race equally. You know, I'm also hearing a lot of stuff right now about what does all lives matter and black lives matter. There's a conflict with it. And as growing up, I did, you know, myself was a little bit confused when I was young. But I do realize that all lives do matter, but until black lives gets equally the same rights as everyone and gets treated the same as all lives matter, then you really can't say all lives matter. And that's the fight. People are going to argue over and over about difference and please feel free to like ask questions. And right, and I do see people out there all over social media blasting each other about the difference between all lives matter and black lives matter. And once again, I'm all for the black lives matter. Understand that there's going to be debates everywhere you go. And this goes back to what I'm trying to say earlier. A lot of the protests we're fighting for, enough's enough. We all know why. And it's time for us to understand that people are going to fight over this. I'm not shocked that there's large protests that turns into riots. I'm not shocked that things get ripped apart, cars get fucked up. And, you know, stores get broken in. I do feel bad of the small shops. I do feel bad for the mom and pops. Because for those, those have stories. Those have feelings down the line. Those are people that created their business. All right. Yes. I mean, people keep on telling me there's collateral damage towards it. But I'm not in favor of anyone destroying something that someone built. One thing is that you're protesting and riots lead because obviously between the tension between police officers and the protesters, of course, there's always going to be one or two people that are going to try to hype it up and do something different. So don't get it twisted. I'm all for it. It's part of the process. But don't tell me that you have to go to the bodega, destroy it, steal the lottery tickets and all and all the other merchandises because that's going to protest. That's going to make a, a point across. All right, so that's one thing about this that I'm not in favor of is destroying mom and pop stores, local community businesses that we grow and build. So that's just my take on that. You know, when I was talking about this earlier, um, I don't agree with people destroying other people's property. Let's make that perfectly clear. Um, Can we avoid it? No, because people are going to be whoever they want to be. 
at whenever, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a risk every time you go outside. So anything can happen, but for it to be happening in this mass quantity, and it's obviously the intent to destroy that, that's a problem. Like you can't destroy the people who essentially provide you a service in your neighborhood. And you know what I'm saying? Because if you look at the projects, there's always a bodega across the street. You've got the liquor store. You know what I'm saying? You've got the grocery store right there. You've got a healthcare center not too far from you. Everything is right there, centralized. So you don't got to go too far. You don't got to venture out too far. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I think people should also be present. And I was thinking about this in a, in a context like, I'm sure everybody's seen barbershop. I'm sure everybody's seen barbershop, right? Don't matter who you are, how old, what color, doesn't matter your religion. You're talking about the second movie? Yeah, I believe it was the second one where they were showing them destroying uh, his father. Yeah, that's the second one. Yeah, you know, it was just so crazy on the block. But he decided, because that's his business, and he understood that he wanted to pass this down to his son. And he also understand that it's his people. But if you don't see me, or if I don't make my presence known to my business or my establishment, like you can't destroy this. And it's not only just in the movie, like they've done that. Things like that has happened in real life. Make your presence known and stand your ground. Like this is mine. This is my baby. I look like you. If you're seeing this is the message you want to portray. Cool. You don't have to destroy people's things, but this is the road you're going down on. Don't destroy mine. I got it just as hard as you do. If I walk down the street, I'm getting stereotyped just like you. You understand what I'm saying? I like people to be present. Just be present. Like it's not, it's not enough. I don't think it's not enough for businesses to just take consumers money, especially if it's like community based. And you see the same people, and you know they don't come for you for that bacon, egg, and cheese in the morning, their hero in the evening, and the snacks get their kids. You know what I'm like, you know that this one family or these families, they're gonna support your business. You also have to support them. Like, people get love, and it's like, oh, yeah, you know, you don't mess with them, or don't do this, or don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, that word gets around, but at the same time, like, still be present. Make it know we all have the same, we are all the same. And that's the sad part about this because with this curfew, you know, who knows what's going to happen. I believe that, you know, people are still going to do it. They're still going to go out there. And now it's more visible. And then what's going to happen? What happens if someone gets caught? Let's say a police officer catches them. Then what? Don't riot. Here we go all over again. But you know what I find interesting? They always talk about the looters, like it's just minorities oh hell no please i've seen enough videos every everybody's looting exactly but my thing is right if they take this corrective action i want to know if the same rules apply you shooting on site are you shooting on site for becky with the blonde hair too because she got the 64 inch tv you know what i'm saying that you shooting raekwon over here for having some chips and dip you understand what I'm saying? Like, are you still shooting her? Are you gonna take her to? You gonna take her in? 
you know, you're going to make sure she's well accomplished. She feels comfortable in the back. So how do you feel about, about this whole thing with the military, maybe bringing the military in? What's your take on that? Where's the war? Where's the war here? Where's the war? Where's the war? You gonna bring military grade weapons, military trained personnel for your civilians. I'm sorry. What's happening here? Like, you objectify all this country's objectifying so many people. Like, people used to come here for a dream. It was all about the American dream. It's not about that. No. It's not about that. The country no longer stands for anything. And the fact that America has the balls to just stand there and, you know, everything is history. Y'all stole land from indigenous people, bro. Let's be clear. Christopher Columbus wasn't the first one here. Like, this stuff yeah, happened before Native Americans uh, went through this. Everybody, black people going through something. Everybody's going through something. It's not all about, you know, the killing. Like, it's you stealing. You going to Africa for this, but you don't want them here for that. Like, when Ebola came out, I was like, oh, I'm not fucking with Africa. You understand what I'm saying? That's not, I'm not, I'm not with it. That's done. I'm back there. I'm back there. Like, come on, come on. And I also think it's about us educating ourselves, period. Like, people can't go into Starbucks. It's about if I'm going to Starbucks and I'm black, everybody else, I don't even have to buy something. Like your rules for white people don't apply to me. Like I don't, can I not just chill here on my laptop? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I can't be outside if I feel like being outside with my friends and family in a crowded manner. And you got white people over there talking about they want to be outside, they want their lives back. And it's okay. I'm, they're not being classified as thugs. They're not being classified as rebellious. They're, they have no negative connotation associated with them. Like, we don't even talk about, like, people still in the South with Confederate flags. Like, this shit is still going on. And it's, it's not just with the president, be Like, the states got to have that shit fixed, too. Period. Like, we not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going through. I don't want to go through what my ancestors went through. You feel me? Because they fought the good fight so we all could be here now. And it's not just black people, immigrants. You don't want people who came over here, whether it be illegal or legal. You got a problem with that? You got a problem with that? Like, it's so stupid. This man is so stupid, bro. But I, don't, I, really, I really don't fuck with him. What do you think is going to happen? Nothing's going to happen. Even small I, stuff? Even like little, little, literally small stuff? Like, there won't be any change. There won't be any corrective action. There won't be any laws passed. And quite frankly, there really shouldn't be a law. Like, the law should be the law for all. You feel me? You don't take some of our money. You take all of our money. You feel me? That's what, like, we all pay taxes. I'm, a, I'm here. I'm a civilian of, of, of America, of whatever state I'm in. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I shouldn't be, you know, heart beating through my chest because, you know, you might want to walk up on me because you stop me and then you fidgety because you think I'm fidgety and then you shoot me and then I just become another number. Now I'm straight. I'm really, really good on it. We don't have money for influence, but it shouldn't take money. It, it really shouldn't. Every, everything in this country is, is skewed, right? Like you gotta be piss poor in order to have access to Medicaid. You're right, Raven, but Raven, I want you to give me your final thoughts and also what's your take on people that are not saying much, that don't feel comfortable talking about this or just still processing it? There needs to be, I agree that to an extent that there needs to be clear lines. Like, understand if you're not part of the problem, you're, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem, I'm sorry. 
Um, and you don't have to protest for to say, you know, obviously people are concerned for safety reasons and that makes sense. However, an opinion is necessary and it's needed, whether it's agreeing with what's going on or not agreeing with what's going on. But there, there's always going to be the other side. It's never been a point in history where there wasn't the other side, right? That's why it's called the opposition. And it, it's, it's that in many different contexts, right? Everybody has an op. Everybody. Police got an op. Gangs got an op. Everybody got an op. You understand what I'm saying? Businesses have opposition. Everybody's in competition. Like, it's always going to be that situation. So, yes, there is, you have to have that voice. You have to do something. Doing nothing gets you nothing. You understand what I'm saying? And then when you're not happy with the decision, it then becomes, well, what the hell did you do? And that's why it's problem solution. It's very clear. Like, we can no longer afford to live in a gray area. Too many people are dying. Too many people are being arrested, tried, and, and, and criminalized. Like, too many, this just happening. And, I'm, and I made a point. It's just like, you know, if Harriet Tubman decided to stay the scared slave that she did, she would not have been able to free as many people as she did. Had she not acted upon that feeling, like, I know I should do something, but I'm too scared. Like, that fear is, is what prevents us from a lot, of, a lot of good and great things in our life. So you have to do something. You can't just be like, oh, you know, I was racially profiled because this person thought I was working here because I'm in a prestigious place. And it's like, I can't, I don't look like I could afford to be here. So obviously I must be working here. You can't be upset at those small things. And then on a grander scale, you're not even fighting for the respect that your heritage deserves. You understand what I'm saying? And, you know, as humans, we also need to take ownership and understand like people can only do what you allow. Right? So if you allow police to come into your neighborhoods, they don't live there. They don't look like you. They're placed there. Right? And that's probably for safety reasons because you don't want to have static where you're living at. And you, you know, obviously. However, there's a way to do your job. And if you're not doing it the just way, then you got you to gotta get by it. People have jobs um, just because they have a particular job. That doesn't really classify who they are and what their beliefs are. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean like, you know, they're against us because they have a badge or they look a certain way because that's not, that's untrue. So I completely agree with you in that, in that notion. Um, if violence is the only thing people understand, right? Because it took Martin Luther King Jr. to die for change to happen. Like, there would be no such thing as civil rights had he not died. Like he should have been able to see the fruition of all the work that he put in. You understand what I'm saying? That's the problem. Like it takes somebody who has massive influence, whether it be good or bad, for something to change within the world. I hope we don't have to get to that point. I don't want to lose any more, any more people. Like it's sad that I can't say People don't make it to 18 anymore. You understand what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's sad. You got people dying for nothing. And it's really, really disheartening. 
You understand what I'm saying? Like I'm passionate about what I do. Like, I would I love uplifting my people or anybody who's in need. It doesn't really matter. You know, as long as I have the knowledge or the resources to provide a help to you in any which way to elevate you, I will do that. You understand what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's not fair for, for me to be treated one way, one way when I'm dressed for my job and for me to be treated a completely different way when I'm dressed, feel me like how I'm dressed right now. My title shouldn't mean anything to you because my title isn't who I am, it's what I do. Just that everybody needs to be safe. Police, um, we understand that there's corruption everywhere. There's corruption in government, there's corruption in business, there's corruption everywhere. You know, so we need to identify who's for us and bring those people closer to us, right? Because they're in a position to bring more light, right? And they have like a little bit more influence to have things looked at a little bit more closely in a way that we need it to be looked at. Well, thank you, Raven, for your thoughts. And just for my final thoughts for those that know me, thank you everyone for listening to this podcast today also in just general speaking if you want to keep on protesting i always recommend join an organization there's a lot of good organizers out there that that prepare for this that work together to make things happen together for the youth the youth the same way there are a lot of youth organizing out there that could definitely support you and help you through these hard times at the same time to make sure that we work together I don't want no one to get hurt. No one's going to position me and put me in the wall and tell me, choose a side. Um, you know, I know what I do. I believe in the people. I believe there will be change. But at the same time, it's true. There's corruption everywhere you go. I know for a fact that the looters are going to stop because the protesters and the people are going to stop them. This city belongs to us. And we made our point. Hopefully, in the next upcoming days, things change. Hopefully, we don't have to worry about no more killings. But you know what? That's wishful thinking. All I care about right now is I want to know how you feel about this. I want you to know. I want to know what your sense of it. There's so much shit in the internet now that you could choose a side, but I don't want you to choose a side because we're forcing you to choose a side. And understand, we just want you to end the war. We want to be heard. We're not doing it for us. But this new generation, let this be the last generation that has to deal with this bullshit. So if you believe in, in, in what Raven says, and you believe in the voice and her words, and you can just feel it when she's talking about it. She's tired of it. Everyone is tired of it. We tried so many different methods. It's time for a change. Hear the people. Fight for your people end of the day you make sure you take care of yourself make sure your mental health is strong make sure you can process this ask people around how they're feeling i have no idea how parents are doing it right now to tell their youth their young kids about this that are on tv asking about about what's going on it's heartbreaking and i give parents all the love and support and if anyone needs to talk you know where to find me once again, thank you, Raven, for coming on the show and giving your you know, point of view of this. It's time for a change. Let's all get together, organize together, and let's make a difference. Have a good night, guys.